Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are my intuitive readings of the overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising sign in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Libra season, September 22nd through October 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising sign. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you here, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcripts are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Libra season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released after Mercury Stations Direct in mid-October. Pre-order now and receive a $25 discount through the end of Libra season. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Libra, welcome to your month ahead horoscope for Libra season. Happy birthday to you Libra suns, happy new solar year for Libra risings. This horoscope is for your time, September 22nd to October 22nd, 2021. As I'm tuning in with the horoscopes this season, I am tuning in with the full moon that happened just a couple of days before the equinox, before Libra season begins on September 20th. If you're a person who keeps track with the moon or if you keep track of time in some way, you might want to just reflect back on that full moon and consider if there's anything notable to consider there. That was a full moon that occurred simultaneously with a couple of planetary aspects that are major themes throughout the entirety of Libra season. These aspects uh, repeat in various configurations with different planets and some with the same because Mercury retrograde is coming up in your sign. And with Mercury retrograde, what we have is the planet uh, kind of appearing to move 
forward for a while and then stop and slow down in the sky and then move backward for a while and then stop and slow down in the sky and then move forward again. And over the course of that time, it's going to make uh, a couple of aspects again and again and again, three times total. And so the first of some of these aspects um, occurs on this full moon. So that's why I'm starting there. And it feels like this is a full moon that brings uh, some kind of bodily <laughs> sensation uh, into consciousness. Um, it could be that it was a time that you were very tired, that there was uh, some kind of overwhelm or stuff going on in your physical body, in your mental, emotional, or psychic bodies um, that was kind of getting your attention. There may have also been issues coming up um, on the job or with certain kinds of responsibilities that you have. It feels like there may have been a little bit of overwhelm. Um, and for some of you, um, on, on a kind of completely different note, you may be involving yourself in some new projects and this full moon could have brought in some new vision around those projects. And these two different experiences don't have to be mutually exclusive. And so <laughs> I'm well aware that working on new things can also coincide with feeling very fatigued or emotionally overwhelmed. Um, and yeah, just you know, make your associations, like I said in the intro, and think about whatever my words are bringing up for you. So as we move into Libra season, uh, starting at the equinox on September 22nd, there are a couple of aspects occurring that, um, as, as I'm interpreting them, kind of feel like they are calling you to task a little bit. It feels like you are working to be in yourself in some new ways and it may be that you are working through some old issues and in some kind of process of development in relationship to these issues. Um, these issues definitely might be happening at home with family, with significant uh, or important others and the first couple of days of Libra season feel like there is an ask for you to, I don't know if it's shift something or confront something or open to a new idea or take a risk, or you might be um, pulled in to some kind of situation, but it feels like a time of self-development potentially for you, <laughs> significant self-development. And of course, if it is your birthday season, then this makes a lot of sense just even on that level. I think a lot of people on their birthday season have a feeling of time passing and take it as an opportunity to self-develop. But especially for you, since Mercury retrograde is coming up and Mercury stations retrograde on the 26th of September in your sign, this is a very important season for you to be focusing on yourself and seeking to understand yourself better. And in your uh, self-understanding, there is also a need for you to communicate and to check in with your communications. And I want to say that communication is not just you talking, it's also you listening, and it's also what happens before listening and before talking, which is perceiving. And perceiving is a complex situation. You take in information through 
so many different channels. Um, through all of your major sense organs, there are lots of other senses that science is naming. Um, I think at one point I read an article that scientists had named like 54 different senses in the body, ways that we perceive information, whether that's through our organs or through um, speed or through parts of our nervous system that actually extend away from our bodies or things like that. So it feels like as we enter into your season, there is a remarkable kind of shift in tone that is asking you to do some major self-reflection. Think back to the beginning of September because with every retrograde, there's also what's called the retro shade or the retrograde shadow. And this is when the planet is traveling direct over the same area of sky that it will retrograde back on. And the retrograde shadow for Mercury's retrograde in Libra began on September 7th. So you might think about any themes that have been present throughout September that are drawing your attention now. Uh, not sure when you're listening. And particularly themes that create a necessity for you to do self-reflection, for you to consider your identity Um in your identity, there are lots of different factors. So first, we're just going to start with your body. Um, you are a human being. If you're listening to this uh, or reading this, you are living in a body. And in your body, you have a social locational identity. You have um, lots of different experiences that have created a very complex identity and ego structure. And of course, there is the you that's underneath your ego and underneath the different layers of identity that you might be able to name, which is your energy and your spirit. And that substance is ineffable. It's not something that we can calculate or uh, write out in a list or something like that. But it's worth spending time feeling into or thinking into this question, who are you? Or what are you? <laughs> um, what kind of idea are you? What kind of energy are you? What is your spirit? And my sense is, is that Mercury retrograde in your sign is kind of pulling focus uh, onto the parts of you that you both want to promote um, that you think are valuable and worthy and you want to uplift and center uh, and also the parts of you that you might feel insecure about, that it might be hard to confront and that you may actually turn away from. And because a retrograde is a time when the RE prefix is something to play with, um, you might really consider what it would take for you to reflect on your shadow. And there's tons of information out there on the shadow. Um, this is a component of your psyche that many people talk about, and they talk about it in different ways. Uh, for my purposes here in this horoscope, I'll say that your shadow is comprised of parts of you that are unrealized or unwanted or uh, hidden or closeted in some way, or maybe associated with things like secrets or taboos or shame. Um, and 
shadow is a really rich, potent substance, and it's also really slippery, um, especially if you're a person who has any kind of psychological training, especially if you have verbiage around the shadow. I think sometimes those of us, and I definitely put myself in this camp, um, those of us who have uh, a lot of awareness about terminology or concepts um, in psychology, uh, sometimes it's like we can avoid the work because we have the language, because we have the concepts or the theory. And it feels to me like there are some things you want to be looking at in yourself right now that you need to be looking at that you maybe don't want to be looking at. Um, and so I'm just going to circle back to that full moon on September 20th. And I'm going to say that as you reflect back on that full moon, if there are themes arising around that full moon that have to do with a feeling of turning away from something or resisting something or feeling like um, you don't have the energy for it, like you can't do it, like, oh God, I'm at my max or something like that. Um, I don't know, but I think that there might be something there um, that is, it's like, it kind of feels to me like there's a little bit of like a psychological uphill that you're needing to climb right now and it could be creating a fair amount of fatigue or it could be creating some confusion for you um, because nobody <laughs> really wants to go uphill <laughs> unless you're a masochist, right? Like most of us, you know, prefer to to coast, right? Like we want to we wanna do what feels good and easy and it can be really challenging to turn towards the stuff that doesn't feel good and that feels hard. And it kind of feels like you are being asked to turn towards some stuff that's hard right now. There could be stuff that is coming up in this Mercury retrograde that really requires you to work some things out. And the couple of days after Mercury stations retrograde, the last few days of September, the first few days of October, it feels like these themes could be very present for you. They could be very present, again, with your family, with uh, close-in people, um, with parents, but also with children. Um, with friends, with lovers. It feels like relationships are a place of immense growth and you're a Libra, so they're always a place of immense growth. But right now, Libra wants to feel like things are chill, you know, that things are harmonious and peaceful and pleasant and pretty. And when I'm tuning in with your chart, I'm not really getting that feeling. And that's not to say that things aren't great in some ways. I think probably they are. And it does look like you um, might be growing a lot and, and could have some really exciting opportunities in collaboration. But it's also a challenge, I think. It's a challenge for you to move through some relational issues so that you can get to the place that you want to be in them. On October 6th, there's a new moon in your sign. Um, 
check your natal chart if you happen to have access to it. If your sun or your rising sign is close to 13 degrees Libra, then this new moon is especially important for you. But as a Libra-identified person, it's your new moon this year. And the new moon is always a time that marks some kind of ending and beginning. And this particular new moon coincides with uh, a solar conjunction to Mercury and to Mars. That means both the sun and the moon will be conjoined with Mercury and Mars. Mars and Mercury will be conjunct with each other. Um, this is significant. It doesn't happen all the time that the luminaries and two of the personal planets are coming together in the same place at the same time. And this is uh, an ending and beginning of three different cycles, the solar lunar cycle, the solar mercury cycle, and the solar Mars cycle. And then maybe we'll say <laughs> two more if we're going to count the moon um, that moves through its cycles uh, once per month. Now around the new moon, there are also a couple of other things happening um, that create a definitive feeling of some kind of shift. So I'd love to invite you to take some time around the 6th of October and concentrate on what it is that you are wanting to develop for yourself, especially when it comes to areas of growth um, in relationship to your identity, to your body, to your uh, social location, to um, the accountability that you need or want to have to your identity, to your body, to the, the conditions, you know, that your body per performs and enacts because of what your body is made of. Does that make sense? Am I speaking too opaquely? Um, sometimes I feel like I'm trying to talk to anybody who's listening. And so I'm not quite sure what words to use. Um, so let me be more blunt. Um, all of our bodies carry the weight of history and we are arriving in our bodies in an incredibly fraught time on the planet when the weight of history is immense and there is so much violence and inequity and there is so much harm that has happened that is unaccounted for and certainly has not been repaired, if repair is even something that can happen at this point. So all of us are arriving in our bodies that have... Um, all kinds of different conditions uh, in, embedded, you know, in our tissues and surrounded in our early experiences. And race, class, gender, sex, sexuality, um, all kinds of, of social locations, right, can place us in the midst of conditions that are so much bigger than any of us individually, that none of us are... Um, you know, none of us caused, but all of us uh, have some kind of part to play in. And for the most part, a lot of this is unconscious, right? It's not something that we're choosing. So for me, as the narrator of this horoscope, uh, being born into a white body that was assigned female at birth, um, that means that I've had a particular set of experiences in my life that have given me access in certain ways, that have given me ignorance in other ways, that have given me certain kinds of biases um, that lend 
weight to my words if I'm speaking to a person who um, is not white because uh, whiteness has become a dominant and violent force in the world and I benefit just because of my body, right? So when I'm saying like be accountable to your identity, it feels like something is getting asked of you right now in your relationships, which is to be accountable to your identity. And in the context of your relationships, that means that um, you have to listen, right? Like you have to listen to what's coming up um, with who you're relating. You also have to listen to your own body and to your own experience and to inquire, to investigate and to go, okay, like who's talking inside of me right now? Like what voice is this? Um, it may mean that you need to advocate for um, the people that you're in relationship with to see you and to understand your experience. It may mean that you need to take a step back and listen and really try and open empathy um, and educate yourself or something so that you can more deeply understand another person's experience. Um, but it feels like this is a new moon and season in general that has a huge amount of potential for you to grow uh, in leaps and bounds. And that growth is absolutely, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, it, it necessitates you being accountable to your own growth. It's not going to happen on its own. It's going to happen because you're willing to do the work, but you might be pushed into the work because of what's coming towards you in your relationships and the need that you have to come to some kind of deeper understanding with the people who you are relating with. And it feels like these, um, you know, spaces in relationships where you're encountering difference or distance have, uh, um, the potential to open a huge amount of intimacy, to give you uh, much deeper experiences of trust, and also to give the people who you are in relationship with much deeper experiences of trust with you as well. But there is there's some growth that wants to happen in your chart right now. So I'm not aware of who you are as you're listening, and I just want to say that right now. Um, these horoscopes uh, reach a couple thousand people, uh, each one of them. And so I know that there are all kinds of folks who are listening uh, in with this right now. And this is just one perspective, right? Coming through the mouth of a person who um, is a person. And I have a very limited view. Um, and so this interpretation of astrology, you know, make the meaning that is meaningful for you as I'm saying this. And consider um, consider what I'm saying and let it like penetrate your consciousness and then play with it for a while and think about what could this mean uh, for the various aspects of your identity. And it might not be the obvious ones, you know, it might not be like, oh my gosh, you know, we have um, a racial difference and it's just apparent and it's right here and 
you know, it's, it's immense and <laughs> let's try and deal with this. There are so many subtle spaces uh, where we miss each other in relationships because we've had just different experiences. And you might be in relationship with people where you meet a lot of the same kind of descriptions, but, you know, one person had this experience in their early life with um, their caregivers and another person had that experience. And so there are different assumptions built in around what it means to be family or something like that. So in what I'm saying, it feels like the message that I'm trying to convey is that your chart is doing some, some deep work around relationship and intimacy right now, or it's asking for some deep work. And this work requires accountability to your experience. And that means that you have to have compassion, you know, for yourself. You have to love yourself for all the things that you are and all the things that you aren't and hold that self that you are in the complex container of everything that is. And, you know, it's like we're each just one drop in the ocean. Um, we can't possibly know what someone else's experience is. And if we really want intimacy, if we really want connection, if we really want relationship, we have to get curious and we have to let down defensiveness and we have to let other people move us. Um, and it feels like this is what is wanting to happen in your chart right now, that there's a, a wanting to be moved in relationship and a wanting to connect um, deeply and maybe to do some healing, uh, particularly healing, you know, within your um, kind of deeper makeup, your foundational structures, it could be parental experiences or um, your own lineage or things like that. Hmm. Okay. That was a lot. Um, so after the new moon, there are a bunch of things that are happening for the rest of Libra season. And the potential here that I see are a lot of new experiences for you. And it feels like things that are clicking, things that are um, starting to make sense in new and different ways. And I think that if you're open and if you're willing to do this kind of work and process that I've been talking about, you might have some incredible conversations around this time and you might be able to move through some stuck points, some points that haven't budged for a while, where there may have been misunderstanding, where there may have been kind of closure or like a vast distance between you and, and other people or between you and aspects of yourself. Um, I mentioned a little while ago that there is incredible opportunity for collaboration in your chart and definitely towards the end of Libra season, this feels more and more apparent and palpable. It feels like you are understanding something about how you want to work in the world with others. Um, and this work could be the work of friendship. It could be the work of, um, you know, passion projects. It's like, oh, you're interested in that. I'm interested in this. Let's do it together. You know, let's join a club. Um, it could also be projects that are taking you out into different arenas of life that are engaging you with um, new and different kinds of people or experiences. But it feels like you are trying to expand um, and make new friends maybe or broaden your network or work with people in new and different ways. And so this um, kind of 
deep dive that I'm saying I think you might be doing is helping you get to these new levels of relationship and these new possibilities within your conversations. Now, Mercury stations direct on October 18th. And um, again, just take note of your natal placements. If your Libra placements are between 10 and 25 degrees of Libra, then Mercury retrograde is going to be working with them. And so you might want to get on the internet and just do a Google search and search whatever the planets are um, and what their meanings are. Two days after Mercury stations direct, there is a full moon in your opposite sign, Aries. And your opposite sign is always representing the other, the other person. Um, this could be other people in general, the way that you meet the one-on-one -on -one connections. And it could be another person very specifically. Um, this part of your chart often pertains to partners. And partners can include spouses or other kinds of romantic partners, as well as business partners. And even people that you are antagonistic with, if you feel like um, you're, <laughs> um, you're enemies. I mean, that's such a intense word. Like, I don't know how many people like actually feel like they have an enemy. Um, but certainly like there are antagonists, right? Like people that like you just don't get along with, but for some reason they're around and you have to deal with them or things like that. So one-on-one -on -one connections where there's some kind of weight and energy, um, are places to pay attention to. And this is a full moon that is illuminating uh, your place of partnerships and your place of relationship. And it's also illuminating the place in your chart that has to do with agreements and what you are agreeing to or coming into contract with in your relationships. So all of these themes that I've been talking about um, throughout your month of Libra season are bringing you to this full moon. And this is a powerful full moon that wants to help you get more free and feel more fun and playful and enlivened and erotic, um, full of life, you know, full of potentiality. And it's also a full moon that might be... Um, again, like illuminating the shadow places and the work that needs to happen. And it could be both at the same time, because that's often how it is with profound transformation is that, you know, it's like we're going through um, really dense stuff. And then, wow, okay, here's the potential. And oh my God, I'm really waking up. And wow, there's like new experiences. And fuck, this is so hard. You know, it's like it can be both. It can definitely be both. Um, I really hope that by the time you get to that full moon that you are feeling renewed in a certain way and that you have moved through something that uh, helped you get closer to the core of who you are and all that you have to give in this life and to the people who are around you. Um, as always, Libra is a sign that definitely speaks to relationships and your gift in this life is to show up in relationships in ways that are truly accountable. And the work of accountability is not easy. And it takes hard work to be in relationships for the long haul and to be in relationships that really matter and that move you and change you and move and change the people who you love and are relating with. And most of the Libras I know are so dedicated to that work. Um, and I bow to you. 
I bow to you for your courage because it takes immense courage to show up again and again um, at the altar of relationship. So I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any or all of that is helpful or interesting to you. If you would like more astrology from me, check out your year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I go through the major themes, opportunities, and challenges for Libra season, excuse me, for Libra um, in 2021. And um, we're almost done with 2021. Can you believe it? So those readings are now discounted to 50%. You can find them at embodiedastrology.com where you can also find information on my extended content subscription. When you sign up, you'll get access to my month ahead calendars, to worksheets and tools that help you learn astrology. You also get invitations to my twice a month subscriber only meetups, where we have a great time. We work with astrology through creative, embodied, self-reflection and exploration and community space, and it would be great to have you there. If you still want more astro, follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. And if you enjoy this work and find benefit in it, please help support and sustain it. The number one way you can do that is by sharing it with your friends and networks. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite listening platforms. And of course, your financial contributions and tips are so appreciated and so helpful. I am wishing you all the best in Libra season and beyond. Bye for now.